Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce part two. Uh, and in part two, it's pretty cool. We kind of explore some of the highs so far of the 2020 lo-fi and post-grunge revival thing that seems to be going on. Uh, we've got loads and loads of brand new tunes. Uh, I've described it as tight, punchy, lo-fi. It's got that kind of thing going on. Um, there's loads of tunes in this because we stuck them up. We did part one, if you haven't heard it already, uh, as a brilliant interview. Go back and listen to that if you haven't already. Uh, we just did the interview in part one, and so part two is full of loads of tunes. I think we tried to get through 24, and I think we got through 21 or 22. We'll play the ones we missed on next week's show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, do jump on to Anchor. Uh, I'll leave a link in the thing, and you can leave us a voice message. We're building those up, and we'll, we'll start to play those uh, in future episodes. Tell us what you think. Uh, say hello. Uh, tell us what your favourite thing to put on toast is. Whatever you like um, we'll uh, we'll play it uh, if we think it's cool um thank you for listening thanks for the support and please do tell your friends as well cheers guys wait a minute this sounds like rock and or roll uh, all right so we are live without that last part of uh, the NMS intro just because uh, I couldn't get to it in time, so you apologize. So we are back. <laughs> so welcome back to Music Story Part 2 with myself, Dr. Bones, the Doc of Rock, and Mike Five, the guitarist everybody wish they were. What is happening, Mike? Well, I've just learned that Yemen, sometimes throughout Yemen, is the uh, officially the Republic of Yemen and is a country at the southern end of the Arabian Peninsula in Western Asia. That's what's happening with me. Don't ask why, if you're listening <laughs> well, to this. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. I thought you'd enjoy that. What's oh. happening with you, man? Oh, well, uh, we just uh, um, finished up with the Shane and Kim, so they just uh, headed home, and it was great to have them here. It was a lot of fun, and we definitely will have them back for uh, Prison Pig Philosophy back in April. And definitely. We'll get a little bit more set up here, so we'll look into getting an external mixers so we can fit in the uh, in-house interviews better with the actual mic and uh, headphones. We do apologize for that. And according to the blog, stuff was supposed to work, but it didn't. So it, it happens, but you know, what God are you going to do? But it, <laughs> it's cool, though. So, I mean, sound quality aside, because actually they sounded fine to me, they were really nice people. Oh, the interview was cool, wide ranging, brilliant track in the middle. And I like the format, actually, of just doing part one, a bit shorter, but just with the interview, and then loads of music in part two. This is, I quite like this. Maybe we'll do this again. Oh, man. And like I said, they, they, they you're right. They are great people, and uh, they've been friends for, like I said, about probably about a year. It was nice to discover that uh, we had a lot of the same interests and knew a lot of the same people. So that kind of worked out to uh, to our benefit right there, right? So yeah, our... and, and who's the person that everyone knows in London, Ontario? I'm Mr. Mike Trudgeon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that guy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's just the... offline. You're like, yeah, they know Mike Trudgeon. I was like, of course they do. I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't even live there, and I know that they know him because everyone knows him. Yeah, exactly. Right, and <laughs> also they were. Uh, part of uh prison Pit philosophy well nick nick and ann words they know nick and ann from nimway as well so another another plus right there as well eh? and and hasn't mike trudgeon played with nick and ann um i don't know that he has to be honest with you i think he, he oh. might jam with ann but i'm not sure he's jammed with nick and ann to be honest with you 
Okay, I thought there was a connection there. Maybe did one of them support the other or something? They definitely or... know each other. Oh, definitely supportive of each other for sure. So yeah, yeah, cool. Love it. Um. Anyway, yeah, it was cool, and I enjoyed it a lot. I like it a lot. So <laughs> in part two, we've got like we we're just trying to work this out. We've probably got like. What did you say? Twenty-four songs. tracks. Twenty-four tracks, and just because uh, I just went, I did recently uh, the Instagram video for part two, just saying that we were going to try to get to those songs uh, in part one. But since we were doing more talking than playing music, we'll get to every song in part two. So uh, don't, uh, don't, <laughs> don't don't buckle don't, up, enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say don't be alarmed because that's a completely wrong set of words, right? So <laughs> don't panic. There will still be music. Yeah, exactly, um, right? <laughs> no, it's cool. That's what I mean. Like it wasn't necessarily planned, but the format thing worked. It felt quite good because oh, it man, felt like it we awesome. closed that off, and now we do this. So I think maybe you know, let's see. Next time we do an interview, maybe we'll try that again. It was kind of cool. Uh, and uh, as I, uh, um, I'm pretty sure Elton John did his own voice in Old South Park. Out, uh, like he put. Let's rock and or roll or something similar to that. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go with, uh, this is a song called Digital Graveyard. And uh, that's from uh, the Lemony Kids new album called Graveyard Remixes. So it's remixes of songs from Digital Graveyard. So we are going to be playing nice. Lemony Kid featuring a Ms. Or I should say Mrs. Verity White. And oh, yeah, you want to watch that. Alex oh, that's right. Happy. So hello, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so... That that's her husband, just in case you don't know. So hello, Alex, and, and, and Verity. But you know, so so uh, so this is Digital Graveyard, uh, um, featuring uh, Verity White, and uh, the remix is called the Bloodline Remix. Dig this: Digital Graveyard, Lemony Kid, and Verity Wife. Uh, Verity Wife. Verity White. Verity wow. <laughs> it's been a long day, man. I, I worked for us this morning, so I was up at two thirty in the morning. So excuse me if I'm a little bit tired. So either way. So, oh man let's get moving here man let's still rock and roll because that's what the show is all about or something similar to that so here we go with digital graveyard by lemonade kid featuring verity white the bloodline remix off of uh, graveyard remixes dig this all right man mic's off <laughs> amazing <laughs> oh man how come you're working today you don't normally work saturdays do you oh shit i forgot i can't hear you no, Mike's off. We're good. Mike? Mike? Yes, I am still here. Mike? Can you hear me? Okay, there you go. We're good. I can hear you. Yeah, I just I couldn't remember which one was, so it took me a second to figure it out. But I got it, so. Yeah, we're good. Oh man, yeah. I, I I've been working extra hours um, lately. I got four hours overtime last Monday, and I worked some extra hours this week, and I get them piling them on next week as well. The mic's off. Can you see yours? Your mic's off, Mike. Mm-hmm. 
Right on. We are back. That was, I know some of you heard us off air. Uh, well, we thought we were off air, but just a little mishap there. Not a big deal. So uh, we <laughs> just heard Lemonade Kid featuring Verdi White with a digital graveyard uh, off graveyard remixes and also his album Digital Graveyard. But this is the Bloodline remix and it's always a good tune. Love of the two of them together and what a mix. And Verdi White, as you know, is one of our personal favorites as well as Lemonade Kid. And he never ceases to amaze with his just conjunctions of, of mixtures and it just man you just never know where he's coming from it's always kind of keeps in your feet and just it's such a different chain from one to the next and it reminds me honestly as far as progression and the changes of it reminds me of mr bungle and the mars Volta because each, both of those bands mm-hmm. each each album is completely different from the last one and that's what i appreciate most about him as he does it and he makes it work and you just never know what you're going to get and just got these just different collective mixes the thing like wow what is he going to do next and where they come from, you know? Because he, it's such a range spectrum, like almost uh, going from, let's say, uh, uh, well, okay, we'll say uh, Radiohead to uh, the Chemical Brothers to like Dirty Vegas. Yes. You know? Yes. And that's it, it just, that's it just, the perfect description. So it just it just completely original and crazy, and I absolutely love it. And uh, yeah, Lemonade Kid is something else, man, let me tell you. Yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. Um, I love this. Uh, what I love about this is we... Um, when was Digital Graveyard released? I want to say... Oh, I don't know. I want to say like November last year, but I might be wrong. But whenever it was, um, you know, we kind of... We got however many tracks there are on that. I think it's like 12 or 14 or something. Um, you know, to play on the show. And so that... That was kind of, you know, three months worth of music, oh, man, if you yes. think about it, play one track a week, you know, 30 weeks. And then, you, you you know, we love Lemonade Kid. And so, you know, three months of music is absolutely fantastic. We're not going to miss a track or anything. So, and then he goes, well, I've got something for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to release the remixes now. So it's just like, it's, it, I love it because we end up sort of in the Lemonade Kid show, like all throughout the year, he's releasing stuff. Uh, right? It's like, you know, it's very like Ron Bose is similar, Juxta's kind of similar, maybe not quite at that pace, uh, but he releases a hell of a lot of stuff. And it's amazing. Like, you know, there are certain bands that, I mean, it's a great way to play the system as well. <laughs> if you want to get regular airplay, just keep oh, releasing man. stuff. You know what? And speaking of Juxta, it was today, um, you know, uh, we're again ready. So I'm perfect for the show. We're, we're doing some cleaning because uh, Kim and Shane are coming over. And man, it was so funny. Well, no. Well, not, not not funny, but but cool because what happened is you know Kim uh, had her phone on shuffle, so I'm doing the list and kind of you know get the music in the background, and then what comes on? But uh, uh, Juxta, Juxta from Juxta, yeah, uh, and, and it was enemy of my enemy. You know, you are the yeah. enemy of my enemy. And automatically right away, and goes, "Go, man! It's been forever since I've heard this too. This is awesome." <laughs> it's such a great team as well. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, so a juxta kind of inspired the, the the organization of the list somewhat today. Good. Well, he's a bit of a legend like that. He doesn't even realize the influence he has. Oh man, like there's there, there's no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Um, yeah, great, great. Just to go back to the music slightly, great Lemonade Kid track, great Lemonade Kid remix, and great to hear a little bit of Verity Y in there as well. Oh man! Oh yeah. So next up, another one. Ashley, uh, she did an in-house interview with us. Uh, Miss Mrs. Leanne Mayer, 
and she has a new song out right now. It's live, and she's also part of. I did post on her on her fan page and Twitter and Rear Facebook that she's part of uh, in the running for uh, the CBC Searchlight, which is a, a competition that's done every year by the Canadian Broadcasting Company, and with a Foxes uh, apply for as well as Gypsy Ghost. So it's a big thing. Mike Trudgeon has as well. So uh, you can vote uh, plenty of times per day, and it's around for two weeks. And the, the, the link is on our Facebook. If not, I will post again as well on Twitter. But CBC Searchlight, and you look under Leon Mayer for The Devil You Know. And she gave us a great interview and a really awesome live performance, especially when she stood up and played her ukulele right in front of the world map, which is amazing. Mm. So yeah, here we go uh, with one of our favorite local London, Ontario artists. This is Leanne Mayer with a W No, and this is live. Dig this. One, two, three, four.
Leanne Mayer with The Devil You Know, and that was live. And like I said, right now it's just called part of the CBC Searchlight. So uh, you can vote many times per day. The link should be on our, on our fan page. If not, I will repost that uh, again in a moment as well as on our Twitter. But what a great voice she has and that she's local to London, Ontario, and she was kind enough to give us an interview. Was it last May, Mike, I believe? Uh, yeah, Probably it was there, last, but way, last year at so some point. Fun, yeah. A great artist, and uh, of course, you know who's part of that song and part of that video? I'm Mr. Mike, Mike Trudgeon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Amazing. there you go. Six degrees of separation right there, and it's awesome. And what a great artist. So remember, please vote for as many times as possible as you can. Like I said, it's free, and you can do it as many times as days you want. And it's totally worth it and give uh, an independent artist uh, a shot at uh, doing a lot more and uh, you know, really expanding her horizons more than she is right now. Yeah, that's really cool. I love that. Um, Liam was great fun to talk to and she played some tracks live in the studio, didn't she? And her voice was just absolutely oh, yeah. outstanding. Just incredible. Um, yeah, really amazing. Uh, I love that tune. I love the, uh, I assume it's a saxophone I'm not very good at identifying brass instruments, but <laughs> I love the brass. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's proper cool. Talk like, everyone. Like... Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's kind of it's interesting because obviously, since Leanne, we've discovered the um, Miss Guilty um, yeah. from Austin, Texas. You also have um, that a similar kind of vibe going on with the way they use the sax which is cool that would be a good another fantasy gig lineup worth worth thinking about well, would be miss guilty and Liam Mayer. you do know lost times has a has a gig with very white right no i didn't know that yeah, oh yeah yeah because uh, uh uh they they sent us they sent us actually this is perfect uh uh their their song will be a little bit later but i gotta mention the email because this is great because uh uh Gemma messaged me saying they have a have a gig with very white and uh, right. she, they, they, she sent us, uh, they did a cover of uh, Joy Division's uh, Love Will Tear Us Apart. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. She, yeah, sent, yeah. she sent us, the first email she sent us was Dropbox. And then the second email, this is great because only after I thought about it, I was like, it's like oh, because like, it, it's funny. So I was just going to joke about it. But it's a good thing I did because I would have I would have been the fool in this instance. But uh, <laughs> I, no, it, it was funny. So uh, let me just get the email here. Um, okay. So, uh, she says, uh, um, um, so after she sent the first one, she sent Dropbox, and then she sent another email saying, sorry, brain not in gear. And I think, oh, funny, she spelled my name wrong, but it's like, it's like, oh, no, wait a minute. No, she mentioned her brain. Sorry, brain not in gear. <laughs> and I was like, like, oh, it's a good thing I didn't say anything. And it was funny regardless, right? So, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like... Annoyed or anything, but it's like, oh, it's funny. It's like, I'm gonna comment. It's like, no, I probably won't. Then I thought about it, I was like, oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> it, it literally says, sorry, brain not in gear. Not sorry, Brian. Sorry, brain not in gear. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. And one more quick little side note, man. This is funny. And uh, Mike, you uh, need to remember that one. And this will come up for Don't Sell Mike in the future. So uh, Em and I were grocery shopping today, right? So, yeah, she's on one side. There's like like a median. So when the grocery store, so she's on one side. She's in, in like I guess the the dairy section, and then there's like that big median in the middle, and then I'm on the opposite side. So, uh, 
I'm getting cereal, right? So I'm getting a big box of Cheerios, and I'm coming over. I'm, I'm coming over to where she is, and I stop, and she's like, she looks at me, and goes, "I know you want to do it, just do it." So she puts her hands up so I can toss her the, 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 the box of Cheerios like a football. <laughs> and, like, and it was funny because she looks at me, she's like. She goes, I know you want to do it, so just do it. You know, <laughs> she puts her hands up so she can catch the box of Cheerios. I love that. <laughs> so remember, remember that for 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 next week and maybe a few weeks from now. But that was a that was a funny moment. I said, I told Rachel, I said, I'm definitely going to tell Mike about that tonight. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. And, that and I reckon I remember that one as well for doing stuff. If you just saw a look in her face, she like, like uh, she kind of just came. She gave him right away. Said, no, it's fine. <laughs> I know you want to do it, just do it, you know? Brilliant. She's lucky it's safe. She's lucky it's safe. Fire the hole first, right? So <laughs> You're lucky to have such a supportive partner. Oh oh man. I I, I, I man, Kim is amazing. And uh My, Kate she, would be like, put it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, that, that, that's the thing. Is like you know, like I, I, I do listen most of the time, you know. So, but yeah, I, I, uh, I am very fortunate, and I cannot do without her, man. Like Kim is definitely my solid rock, and 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 uh, my my uh, my my partner in crime sort of thing. And even though my jokes are funny, she'll laugh. And like I was, I said, well, you know what? They can't all be gold. <laughs> I think all of your jokes are funny, mate. Well, I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not an idiot. No, I know some are just like, plain out stupid, but like I try anyways, right? So no, no, every single one is a winner. No, no, no. Yeah, don't no, let anyone no, tell no, you otherwise. Throw it into the box. <laughs> <laughs> right. What have we got next? <laughs> After that sidetrack, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So next up, we have a brand new one by Mimi Detroit called "Can't Get You Out of My Mind." Dig this.
Right on. That was me, me, Detroit with can't get, uh, can't get you out of my mind. Uh, another great tune. We've played a few of her tunes in the past. She's got a great vocal range, and it's it's. Uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Uh, uh, what a mix of it is because it's got the rock element, but it's got a kind of pop and blues, and and uh, uh, a little honestly, uh, she reminds me a lot. I'm I'm sure a lot of people agree. That she reminds me a lot of Billie Holiday. Oh, nice! Like nice. seriously, man, she has got that voice. So uh, I, I totally, I mean, I respect all her music, but she reminds me a lot of Billie Holiday. That's cool, actually. I mean, I for me, it was more like PJ Harvey, which is totally different, but it's there's definitely both, which I, I love. Um, yeah, it's a great great sound that i think it's um we were just discussing off air i just would have assumed they were from detroit but they're not they're from birmingham birmingham, birmingham. Oh. is it now hang on are they from birmingham england or are they from birmingham alabama no no birmingham england it says birmingham, oh, okay it says birmingham uk so yeah oh fine. um yeah no, which is uh <clears throat> well no we'll talk about ozzy osborne in a minute because he's from birmingham um but yes. yeah this is a brilliant tune i love um it's got that kind of stoner grungy vibe to it which is awesome um it's got that brilliant thing there's another band that does that i can't remember they're italian i'll have to look them up um but they the, the keyboard thing where it's kind of it becomes quite um um i don't know what the word is like almost dissonant in that it's just okay. it's sort of banging away at one note almost like a drone but it's not because it's a ding 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 kind of thing um and <laughs> ding, that's ding, cool ding, i ding. like that yes exactly velvet <laughs> <laughs> something or I don't know it's a cool independent Italian band that I randomly came across okay Siri here let now from Birmingham in the UK that's where the legendary Ozzy Osbourne is from Definitely. and I was just saying I'm I'm big especially the first six maybe eight Sabbath albums actually the first 10 because I like the two DA ones as well I'm a big fan of uh, and 13 I like loads of Sabbath is <laughs> 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 what I'm saying um but also, you were saying that the, the you know the new Aussie stuff is good, and I haven't heard a proper version of it. I've just heard a on on a phone on a thing well, well, uh, version and, of it. But it sounds pull, cool. And pulled up on YouTube today because she asked me if I heard it because, all, like I said, I'll admit I I literally do not listen to mainstream radio at all. The only time I do is because I have a choice because it's on at work because where I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I hadn't heard it, and I actually uh, I really enjoyed it. So uh, it was def- definitely a, a good listen for sure. Yeah, it's cool. I, I mean, like I say, I um, so I heard an interview with Ozzy on a podcast. Violet Blend is the name of that Italian band I was thinking of. Um, I had an interview with Ozzy on a podcast, I think this week or the week before, uh, and it was recorded before the album was right. released. I don't know if the album's even been released yet. I know the single has. Sure but anyway... Anyway, Ozzy plays the single, but through his phone. So I've only heard like a, a shit, you know, because it's compressed because it's on his phone to a mic and then it's compressed again because it's podcasted. So I've kind of heard a, a not so good version. I thought, ah, it's pretty good. So I'm I'm sure it'd be a very good tune, but I've never really been massively into Ozzy's solo stuff, apart from I did like Down to Earth in 2000. I thought that was a good album. Um, but I'd be interested to hear it because I do think he is an absolute legend without question. So um, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to hearing properly Ozzy and Elton is a weird combination that could be quite fun, right? Oh, uh, for sure. Um, <laughs> no, 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 you're absolutely right. And when I heard it too, because like, cause at first, uh, I was thinking like, well, do you like Ellen John at all? Or are you not going to give a chance? Because like, uh, 
uh, it's maybe Ozzy, but Zelda 2 is like, no, no, man, I, I like both artists. And like, yeah, it was Daisy's song. Because it, what she first started telling me about this morning, she's like, I don't know why, but it's, I just really enjoy this song. And then she pulled up on her YouTube, and this is while I'm doing the list. So it's like about 11 o'clock our time, right? So we're, we're listening yeah, to it. Yeah. And it was really cool, man. Like, I really, really did enjoy it. And uh, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't surprised I enjoyed it. I just like, I was trying to think of like how the collaboration would work, right? Because like I said, I, I like old Ellen John and I like you, like, I like some of Ozzy's stuff, but not, not all of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I think it's, um, what's the song? I think there's a song called Dreamer or something like that. I think that's the one on, on Down to Earth, which is the Ozzy album that I'm most familiar with probably. Um, and, uh, and that's got like a piano on it, which is awesome. Oh, and then you think right. about, uh-huh. I was gonna say that's when he says, "No, I'm a dreamer, dreamer, right?" Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm talking about. Crazy. So you think, well, he's done stuff that's kind of piano-y, and as far as I can make out from the dodgy version I heard, this is piano-y because <laughs> Elton. And then you think Elton John's got a great voice, so obviously they're going to harmonise well together. So I think it's a cool. I like cool collaborations like that. You know, that that is that's a Lemonade Kid and, and Verity White right there, Ozzy and Elton. Well, and that's right, and and you know, and, and sometimes we'll, we'll call it the, the the strangest collaborations tend to work out uh, better than you think, right? Yeah, exactly, because because people are bringing different things to it. Like you know, if two really good rock guitarists collaborate, like there's there's a great song where um, oh god, who's playing? It's I'm gonna have to look it up. It's got Lemmy in it. Okay. Um, it's got it's got Lemmy and Slash. It might be Lemmy Slash and Ozzy. I think is the combination. I'm gonna have to uh, look this up. But it's kind of it's okay, right? right. It's not it's not <laughs> amazing. It's okay because they're all, yeah it is. It's called I Ain't No Nice Guy. Ozzy Osbourne and Motorhead and Slash, and it's all right. But it's kind of Ozzy and 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 Lemmy are both like they're both legends but they're both trying to they're completely different and they're trying to do something together but both singing and it doesn't really it's not really the same whereas the Aussie and Elton thing they're different enough right in style not just like I mean obviously Lemmy and Aussie have got very different voices but they're different enough completely in musical style that the combination works much better and then yeah <laughs> that song it's a weird song it's quite cool it's, it's a little bit 80s I don't know when it was released but I Ain't No Nice Guy it's a quite a cool song and it's got um in fact, it's probably more likely to be like 93 or something, I would have thought. Um, but yeah, it's got quite a good solo in it by Slash and stuff. But you just think someone someone at a record company has thought, that's a great idea. Whereas in, I would imagine Ozzy and Elton have probably gone, no, we think this is a good idea. Fuck oh. the record company. Oh. And that's probably the difference. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, and just before we get the next song, unfortunately, um, Ozzy has Parkinson's. Yeah, that's sad, isn't it? Like, it, you know, it's 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 sad, but uh, you know, at least uh, it's it's the same thing when Michael J. Fox we found he had it too, so it's it's terrible. But you know, like he'll 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 push through it, and you know, it, it, it's 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 I, I kind of mean to say, well, you know, what I just I'm, I'm surprised other issues hasn't haven't haven't arise before that just because of the years of alcohol and drug abuse yeah the lifestyle this is the lemmy thing like yeah. it honestly lemmy died on was it boxing day one year and then right. 
the next year was the year that every celebrity ever died for some reason. <laughs> and it was almost like he triggered it, um, including David Bowie and every, yeah. all sorts. You know, it was a mad year, wasn't it? Was that 2016? And oh, yeah, man. The December 4 or something. Yeah, um, what, what, what in the actual fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I do feel like that was, that was kind of God going, well, if Lemmy's going to go, I'm just going to take everyone. <laughs> but, but, um, but you think about the fact that he was 70, 71, or whatever it was Aussie's now 71 this is insane like the fact that these people have made it this far is a minor miracle so Richard's like man (laughs) I know yeah and you're like oh a bit of Parkinson's here a bit of cancer there they'll probably be fine it'll be alright just uh, 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 before just one last thing before we get to our next song uh, a quick uh, happy birthday and and salute and uh, congratulations on your centennial so uh my step my stepmom's grandmother uh, turned 100 oh, wow. uh, turned 100 years old a few days ago no way yeah. that's insane yeah that the women on her side of the family have a have a have a long really really long uh lifeline because her great grandmother or so I should say her grandmother uh, uh passed away at 104 years old man yeah right eh so Oh man! So, there, there you go. So next up, uh, um, since we kind of touch on pop a little bit, this is one of our favorite pop artists. He's got uh, great, uh, great vocals, and the mixes are always solid. And a good majority of the time, he sends two or three copies because he's not happy the first one. So here we go <laughs> with Static in Verona, and it's called Blinking Midnight. Do this.
Right on. That was Static in Verona's newest song called A Blinking Midnight. And what a great tune. And uh, this is actually probably the first song uh, he sent in a long time without uh, two or three copies coming after it saying, you know what, I tweaked a little bit, I tweaked a little bit, I tweaked a little bit, so this should sound better. And But man, this was a great song. And I always love, uh, his name is Rob Mers, and I love his vocals. It, it, it's kind of soothing, and it's got that kind of just good edge to it, and just 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 fits. He just makes everything work so well. Like he really kind of uh, melds so well with kind of what we'll called the, the the pop electro uh, mix there. Because he does such a great job with it, and uh, just for the most part, it's upbeat. And there's some songs that are a little bit more we'll call it downtrodden, but they're still badass tunes. Like he does great no matter which way he works or decides to go with the flow or the lyrics of the song yeah definitely definitely yeah his 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 voice is did you say soothing i think soothing yes, is the, yes I did. yeah it's absolutely the right word it's it's comforting it's like uh it's like a blanket i've got a really nice jumper that i wear sometimes that feels like it's giving you a cuddle and his voice is a bit like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is cool and i love the uh there's always a big soundscape you know oh yeah I think he he's been doing that for a while, and he does it. There was a period of time, maybe in the early two thousands ish, I want to say, where everything had this enormous soundscape, and it didn't all sound good. It just all had it because that was the thing. In the same way that everything in the eighties had a gated reverb snare drum that sounded like shit, um, <laughs> everything in the early two thousands seemed to have this enormous. Uh, soundscape of stuff uh, and so it kind of like started to drain a bit after a few years and he just got fed up of it and that you know he started listening to hardcore punk and the beastie boys again to get away from it all um, and what this guy's done is taken that sound that could be so amazing and gone i'm actually going to make it amazing like it should have been not like all that shit that was released 20 years ago and it's brilliant <laughs> like you know his, he does it brilliantly he really owns that and i love it um so yeah i'm a big big fan of that general sound um when he does it and a couple of others actually uh, i've commented before on the podcast a couple of others um recently have started to do a similar thing which is cool and um, because that's you know you want to fill the speakers and fill the stereo without killing it and he walks that line perfectly i think it's great oh no absolutely so um just before we get to our next song which um for some reason i know haha <laughs> Uh, I can hear you. I was gonna say you're either scheming away, doing a last-minute change, or can't find the song. No, <laughs> I'm not quite scheming. I just don't know why it hasn't loaded properly, but that's okay because we can play it after the next one. That's not probably gonna make that work. And uh, <laughs> no, it's not a problem. So it's it's not it's not the song we're playing now. The song after that, so I still get time. So uh, oh. yes, I'm kind of sort of kind of stalling, but not quite. So. But yeah, I kind of sort of kind of sort of maybe, but no, I'll admit it. But also, you know, our next song is good to go, so it's not this one. But this is a brand new one again from a Mr. Jupiter and Velvet, and the song's called "Forever and a Day." Take this. <laughs> Wondering if it's ever going to change 
Battles come to our homes, the battle rates in our souls. Wondering if it's me who's got to change.
Right on. Jupiter in velvet forever and a day. Now, man, that again is like this so reminiscent of the middle 60s to late to early 70s. And uh, I just, uh, man, I guess in your time, I love his versatility and just the different vocal ranges and just how he can twist and make it, can it go like completely psychedelic and then completely kind of chilled out, kind of like uh, classic, like middle 60s, 70s rock and roll. And uh, yeah, it's great stuff, man. Love his stuff. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. That that chorus is amazing. That track reminds me of... Um... Of well, everything by David Bowie <laughs> in some way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like taking a, a catalog and throwing it all together, which is amazing. Um, but I love the chords in that chorus. Such a such a classic kind of chord progression and, and pattern, but done just that little tweak is brilliant. That kind of dun 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 dun. dun. I can't sing it. Dun, 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 dun. But anyway, that that <laughs> that was so bad. I can't believe I've just done that. And this is live and. Now it's gonna. I can't edit the podcast. Everyone's gonna hear that forever. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> but, but that chord progression is brilliant. I really like that. Uh, and I'm just gonna stop talking now. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> all right on. So, <laughs> so next God up is it. a brand new one by uh, Mr. Ron D. Bose. The song's called Doghouse. Dig this. <laughs>
Right on. Sorry about that, guys. A little bit of a technical bump there, but that was Ron Bowes and Doghouse, and you can't expect anything less from this guy. The, the blues riffs, the vocals, and he just it's such a variety, especially his band partners in crime. Uh, man, this stuff is always great. You can you, you never know what you're going to get from him, but you always know you're going to get like real, something really good. Yeah, man, he just plays good top quality rock and roll music the harmonica again is brilliant still haven't finished if you're listening ron still i still haven't finished uh well the band hasn't finished recording the tracks i really want you to play harmonica <laughs> on but when we do i will let you know um but yeah just he's a great guitarist he's a great songwriter um he's a multi-instrumentalist as it turns out we discovered recently yeah. uh, and he's just yeah awesome great guy great tune um, and I think is it off the new album? Is the new album out or coming out? Or no, again, it's, it's delayed because there was there was a problem with with the with the audio, so uh, they delayed the release a little bit. So it's supposed to come out, I think, at the end of this week. And, oh, okay. And now it's not going to come out for another couple weeks, I believe. But it had to do with there's a problem with the audio. Fine, fair enough. That's cool. But again, the work rate, you know, the amount of stuff he releases is kind oh, of man, yeah. It's it's always it's it's constant. Yeah, I I I sometimes dread to think like the amount of music that's been released by uh ron bose juxta and lemonade kid alone in the three years it's taken my band to not finish recording one album (laughs) 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 it better be a bloody good album when it's finished i'll tell you that (laughs) but um no it's great i just i love that right on well man we're gonna play a song again chats to play with last week because we had to cut a little bit early last week so we skipped out on about five six songs so this is one of them, and this is one that you found out, a great band called Killing Morton. Oh, nice, yeah. called False Gods. Dig this. She says, all my heroes, all my heroes, they are dead. Yeah. 
right on. Killing Morton with false gods. Uh, that was pretty punky and great too, man. Loved the the rawness of it. Very just had a, had a cool like really dirt sound to it. You know what I mean? Mm. And just this old school punk, man. Yeah, it's kind of Cobain esque, isn't it? Like the, yeah, yeah. Like there was a definite grungy Nirvana, punked up Nirvana meets Winnebago deal. I think I was gonna. I haven't oh. finished my tweet yet, but I was going to write something about that. Yeah. But yeah, just cool. Do you know what I mean? Cool, cool music. It sits firmly and proudly in my Bandcamp collection, by the way. I absolutely love it. It's wicked. Well, you know what? Now that you mentioned Kirk Cobainish, it does kind of sound like something potentially off Bleach. Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing where it's kind of young and gritty and raw and fast and cool. Like Bleach is such a great album and you think about how old they were when they recorded that it's mad I guess Bleach is a bit more um, I was going to say it's a bit more stonery it's a bit darker isn't it you know what I mean right because um, this is faster but then you know equally this is a bit like you know negative creep and stuff like that so it is that kind of but certainly his voice I think is that kind of era Cobaini kind of thing which is cool no, yeah fair enough um, so uh, we, we got some men <laughs> we, have, we have such a good show coming up it just it's just hard to um, you know, look at it and go like, uh, do I want to switch around like uh, position wise or not? But uh, you know, it seems to be flowing pretty well. So next one up yeah. is a band called Caesar Did It. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and it's called Find Your Love. Dig this.
Man, that was a great tune. That was Caesar did it with Find Your Love. That was tripped out and grungy. And that little bit of finish at the end, man, <clears throat> was like totally like an early to mid nineties kind of finish off a song that that just got a heavy just doom 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 like what a badass tune that was. I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great ending. It's, that's a brilliant tune. Uh, again, had that brilliant kind of grungy, heavy vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little bit like some of the riffs in that, especially the opening riff, was a little bit kind of. Um, oh God, my mind's gone blank. Rage Against the Machine. Yes, uh, kind yes. Of vibe, um, but with a bigger sound, you know, with the two guitars and stuff. But yeah, absolutely brilliant. I love that. I thought the vocals were cool as well. Great track, man. Well, next up um, is another song or a band we had to get to uh, last week, but we get a chance to. And this is courtesy of White Elfin and Alicia Adams. And she sent it, uh, actually, I'll pass it on to you, but she sent the new um, Overdrive Orchestra album. And uh, she's been listening to us us for the past couple of months. And she goes, you guys are great because they're funny and simple. It's It's great to hear that feedback. We really appreciate feedback. We really do. And so... She goes, I'd be curious to know what my favorite song is on the new Overdrive, Overdrive Orchestra um, album is. And I don't know yet because I haven't haven't got a chance to listen to it all the way through. I have a chance to listen to most of it. But there's a few songs I haven't heard yet. So I will let you know very shortly, Alicia. But so far, I am digging this, uh, this album. It's, it's great. So here is another song, courtesy of White Elephant and Alicia Adams from that record company who gave us Slumlord Radio and Overdrive Orchestra. So here we go with Eerie Death Rattle and uh, The Way Dig This. I love the way you move, and I love the way you 
Right on, Eerie Death Rattle, the way, courtesy of Alicia Adams and White Elephant Records. And man, what a great tune. We didn't get a chance to play it last week, but I'm glad we got a chance to make it up this week and play it. And that was like a touch of blues, uh, a little bit of rock, a little turner mix in there. And just like the, the last kind of like, hey, hey, hey. Oh, no, no, not exactly like that, mind you. But uh, <laughs> I, honestly, just you know, I know, oh, right. But I know it's kind of random, but it, it kind of actually, uh, for some reason, reminded me of Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's a really good comparison. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's a great tune. I love the uh, – it's one of those where it's um, – I suppose the word is kind of a pumping energy, you know, just that kind of pulsating beat in the chorus and the where they smash the cymbal and grab it. So rather than let it ring out, it's like – and I love that. Uh, it's got loads of that kind of stuff in it. Big, heavy, tight guitars. Great guitar tone, by the way. Absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, an awesome tune. And really cool to hear that the uh, <clears throat> the label or the is white uh, is white elephant a label or a PR? Or, I can't uh, the the, uh, the label. Yeah, cool. It's really cool to hear that they're you know listening and enjoying the show and stuff. Um, I will definitely check out the full album and try and pick a favorite track, and then I'll change my mind every five minutes. Well, um, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to do that if it's helpful. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's cool. Great track. Great discovery for the label to find a band. Oh, like for that. sure. Yeah, it's a great sound. So, man, next up, brand new life. 
Here is a song called In the Belly of a Tank. Dig this. of the tank now that was just raw and sound like old school punk like right off the hop mm-hmm. uh, similar to sex pistols uh um, it just and uh you know um a little bit like ramones and speaking of the ramones uh last weekend last saturday and i weren't necessarily at a gig but we went out uh for uh her her stepdad's birthday and then we went somewhere else for a few drinks, and they had a live show. They got band. Sure, no problem. Oh yeah, sure, no problem, right? And I didn't think it was possible, but this is my own personal opinion, and it's not trying to come down to them. But I didn't think it was possible to ruin a remote song. But they managed to just—they <laughs> managed to destroy. Uh, uh, um, um, I want to be sedated. They—they—they they, they, they slightly butchered um, um, <clears throat> the raconteur as steady as she goes. Oh, that's and, such a and, uh, and, um, what's it called? Uh, songs take me out and the band's friends Ferdinand. So they kind of just didn't do it. It's like, it's like, oh guys, like I didn't, I didn't think I was literally sitting at the table when they were playing Ramones playing, uh, I want to be sedated and literally shaking my head. <laughs> like I, I, I feel bad, but it's like, man, I didn't think it were possible. These these kids are talented, you know. It's it's not for lack of not knowing how to play their instruments. It just they just did they, they put the wrong spin on it as as far as I'm concerned. So <laughs> that sounds dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, like, I, I'm there are one or two covers bands that I think are brilliant um, that I've seen. 
Um, on the whole, I just, I don't get it. And I don't get it for two reasons. I don't get it, one, because like, why would you want to, as an artist, as a creative, as a musician, why would you want to just play other people's songs? I don't have, and, and, and there are different opinions on that. I just don't feel that. Right. I don't have that. Um passion for other people's stuff I, I i prefer to create stuff even if it's not as good and then listen to other people play their stuff better <laughs> and then the, uh, the second thing is, is well, we what, live in this what if someone rocks as good as you or better i mean we don't look stupid <laughs> <laughs> exactly. but the second thing we live in this world where because of the nature of the music industry in inverted commas as it is at the moment and because of the you know the, the they're not, I mean, they are making money because they're making, you know, twice, if not three times as much as the artist, if not more on Spotify and stuff, which is, but the point is that's dreadfully paid anyway. Right. Um, so we have this weird thing where 17 people write one song using, I don't know, calculators or however mm-hmm. the hell they do it. Uh, and then, and then they s- split, you know, 0.0003 pence <laughs> per stream on it after the record company's taken 70%. And so basically they're looking for ways to make it cheaper to make music, right? And so covers right. bands are playing the Killers, the Kaiser Chiefs, Franz Ferdinand, and poor covers mm. of the Ramones. <laughs> <laughs> and you have this like 20-year gap in music, or 15, 20-year gap, where all of the cool stuff that we play on shows like this, and I say shows like this, this is pretty unique. I, I have genuinely looked for other shows like this, and we are the only one. Um, but all of the... All of the music that's, or the, certainly the guitar-based stuff and all the rest of it that we play on this just doesn't get. It's like, you know, is is my eight-year-old going to grow up listening to the same covers of Summer of '69 right. <laughs> that I'm listening to now, <laughs> <laughs> mixed in with I I what is it? I want a riot or whatever it's called. Um, I predict a riot, and it's just like this is shit. Yeah. This is this is terrible, terrible. First of all, they're rubbish songs. I mean, Summer of 69 is okay, but I predict a right to shit song as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'll fight anyone over that. Same with all of the killers. Um, <laughs> but it just, what is this world? So, yeah, I'm, I know we've massively gone off track here, but I, as much as I feel for you for having seen a terrible Ramones cover, um, I'm not surprised because <laughs> it's just everywhere. <laughs> like, if you're going to do covers, why not do them really fucking well? You know, well, that would be one way. And knowing right? that, how 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 do you script a cover of of a band that literally just played make maybe three or four chords each song? I know, it, yeah, exactly. Like, what <laughs> is your script on that? Like, you know, I throw things into into live sets where we might do a cover in a set, and it will probably be a three chord song because they're the only ones I know. <laughs> right? and that's, but that's okay because that's just us messing around and adding a little bit of a reference point to our set for anyone that is still there at that point which you know no they always walk out but (laughs) (laughs) but, um, you know this but i think that that's okay but to do a full set of covers i think you either have to be amazing like there's a great band um we never got to go to but next time you come down we'll go to casablanca's in brighton where it's kind of a jazz club jazzy funky kind of thing and i think on a wednesday they have a live band and it's kind of a bit of a breeding ground for for session musicians in brighton so they do amazing covers but it doesn't matter what the style of the song is they make it jazzy or funky or soul or whatever right so it could be any song 
pretty much and they put it into that style that's great and then i've got a mate who's in a blues covers band who most people wouldn't know as a covers band because they've never heard half the original songs because they're obscure blues tracks right. <laughs> and i love that that's cool because that's actually bringing nice, yeah. music to people not taking it away and he does a few things that he would have you know he'll do maybe like there she goes or something cool just to just to throw that in but generally it's it's cool blue stuff and you might have heard half the tracks if that and i like that and I, I do have a whole thing about it because you, if, you, if I was to form a covers band, I could get, you know, 250 quid a gig as opposed to 25. Like it's right. literally tenfold the amount that you can, <laughs> you can get in some cases. You're just like, I don't understand why. Like, what is it that people like about that? Uh, anyway, that is my rant on covers bands. I will stop now so we well, can play. No, that's cool fine. Things, things, this subject we've hit many, many times and we're, we're both on the consensus that you either – do it justice or you butcher it. <clears throat> There's no in between, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. And when I heard that song, and I, I, I can take the sidetrack, and I'm, I'm not going to let you speak on this one until we get to our next song. <laughs> That's right. Just, just, no, 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 it's fine. Just so we can keep going here. So, But when they, when we saw that band, you know, I was like, you know what? I, I, I told them, I said, uh, so, you know, I, I res- they do have talent, so they're not untalented, just they just didn't do a good job of covering it. And I was thinking to myself, when I heard the the, the, the back cover of I Want to Be Sedated, I thought immediately of when the Ramones were on The Simpsons, you know. First off, this gig sucks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and and they, they, they play Happy Birthday for Mr. Burns, and he's like, had the Rolling Stones killed? But sir, the, the, but sir, it's, it, no, it's, it's Ramones. I said, have them killed. <laughs> And then you know, the first good I think we did pretty good. Oh yeah, it was pretty good. So Didi Ramon and Joy Ramon, right? So yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so there's there's a quick sidetrack. So on to our next song, and we are rocking night in such an eclectic mix. Next song up is by a band called Liberty Exiles. It's called Make Me See the World. Dig this. Yeah. 
right on, man. Uh, that was great. And the song was called Make Me See the World. The song, the band is called Liberty Exile. And uh, Poppy, well, maybe not Poppy, but it had an electro mix to it, but also an alternative twist, you know what I mean? And just the recording seemed kind of raw, uh, kind of DIY, but man, it just came across so yes you know like it's such a great tune <laughs> yeah definitely man it was great because it had um yeah i don't know i don't know how you describe it it's kind of like there's a there's a lo-fi thing going on in there there's a harmony thing it's just brilliant it's just really 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 good tune um i think it's one of those as well where you could play that on an acoustic guitar and it sounds just as good like yeah. and that I, I know I've said it loads of times now, but it is the mark of a good song. If you can strip it back down and just play it, you know, with just a singer or a singer and a guitar or a singer and a piano or whatever, that's, it's kind of everything else is just making the song better, right? But it's it's that good a song that it's got that vibe, which I love. Oh, for sure. So, I'll actually, uh, before we get to our next band, um, if you're wondering why we didn't do NMS on tour tonight, it's because Mike and I talked about it and we decided we're going to do an interview then we'll pass the MS on tour and we'll pass it on to the next week. But kind of want to line up a few of the next few weeks because the next band um, we did promise, and this was like probably last November, so we will get set up. is a band, a very awesome band called Soul Kira. And the song is called Honor Amongst Thieves. Dig this.
right on. Brand new soul Kira with Honor Amongst Thieves. And love this band. And like I said before, we did promise an interview uh, a few months back. So we will get set up as soon as possible. So uh, Dave, I will send you an email soon and we'll get that set up. And uh, trust me, we'll be uh, on that very quickly. But great tune. Uh, love the alternative uh, uh, feel to it. Uh, uh, not not just vocally, but just a riff and scaling and that sort of thing. And <clears throat> some of the, it seemed like the, the, the sound, uh, not sound bites, but sound quality to it kind of sounded like early 90s as well. So a uh, great nod to the grunching, but love the song and love the band as always. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. It, it had a bit of a Foo Fighters vibe um, in my mind. Okay, uh, yeah. A little bit like uh, My Hero and that, that sort of stuff. Um, Actually, sorry, Mike, just before that was bang on, just because you said uh, My Hero, I said, oh, the color and the shape? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> right, that was just bang on, so go ahead. Yeah, no, that, exactly that era. Um, yeah, which is another one. I was talking about my CDs earlier. I don't know where my Foo Fighters CDs are. I'm missing probably half of my CD collection, which means I'm going to need more shelves. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I only discovered this as I was trying to catalogue them over the last few weeks. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic tune. I really like that. Um, like I say, real Foo Fighters vibe, which I, I dig. Um, great kind of take and twist on that alternative rock grungy type thing which seems to be the theme for this section which is kind of cool um although it goes off a little bit later which is kind of fun as well <laughs> so yeah love it well it, it kind of happens that way sometimes you know it's not yeah no that's, that's good that's not the way it flows. intentional it just the way it flows and <clears throat> no I, I like to do the massive drops from like a metal <laughs> tune to like a folk tune and but just flows so well i love when that happens yeah, I, 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 I almost feel like like was it, was it George Papata played Hannibal in the A Team? I love it when a plan comes together, you know. <laughs> there, 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 there's a little bit of obscure reference for uh, for for people who are, are my age or maybe a little younger. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a clue I'm talking about. So I, I can imagine you with a big old cigar. I think people will know what you're talking about because everyone remembers Mr. T, don't they? Oh man, oh, this song, you know, if, if if you can find them, you can hide them. You'll find like classic the 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 eighteen man Mr T obviously uh, and then Howling Mad Murdoch and like I don't fly Hamill like you know. <laughs> if I was gonna be in a covers band just going just now yeah. I think about it going back to covers bands I would just do TV themes like <laughs> <laughs> the A Team. Uh, or TV and film, so you could do the A Team. You could do Ghostbusters. That's always a good yeah. one. Oh man, well you can do what Phantomas uh, uh, did, uh, led by uh, Mr. Mike Padden from Faith No More as well, and then the drubber, drubber, <laughs> the, the, the drubber, the, 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 the drubber. Sorry, excuse me. The drummer, M S E R, <laughs> is, uh, is is Dave Lombardo, the, the, the drummer from Slayer. And the guitarist is Buzz from the Melvins, which is just badass as hell. The bassist is just, uh, he's a good bassist and a good friend of Mike Patton's. His name is Trevor Dunn. But he also, Trevor Dunn also was with Mike Patton in their other band called Tomahawk as well, which is another badass band. But yeah, Phantomas, they did, uh, I believe it's called uh, The Final Cut. So they did um, uh, The Godfather. They did, um, they did Omen. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> there's a few more. Um, 
uh, trying to think, but pretty much the, the entire album was all like was for for the lot for exception of the Godfather, they were all uh, like horror movie covers. But that's man, cool. So well done, and um, uh, for for the song uh, for the theme song for the movie Omen, right? Um, there's that one, and there's another song on there where uh, it's it's a, a tribal chant. I'm not sure where the tribe is from, that sort of thing. So I'm not gonna get deal, detail because I can't remember. But a friend of mine in Montreal uh, uh, was taking a class, a music class, and uh, the teacher was a big fan of Mike Patton. And he said, if you listen to this, this uh, he played the actual tribal chat and then Mike Patton doing it on the on the CD. Oh, nice. And man, mirrored, mirrored. Like, he just nailed it. And that's what the two was going at. said, this guy has got a down pat. He did not falter once. Like, he matched this thing, like, like note for note or however way you want to put it. Mike Patton is just a badass musician singer, man. He can do a lot. And just a fat message that he mirrored that chant, it's pretty unreal. So if you pick it, I like I said, I can't remember the name of the song. I'll have a look at it. But the, the album is called The Final Cut, and the band is called Phantomas, and you can definitely find it on YouTube. So check okay. it out. And like they do such a great job, and it's just creepy as fuck, let me tell you. <laughs> That's cool. I would definitely check that out. That sounds amazing. So there you go. So next up. I'd say, Mike, what do we have next? But you probably don't have to listen from them, but I do. That's why I'm the boss here, right? So, <laughs> uh, oh, you say that, you say that, you say that. But I can tell you the next up. Oh, no, hang on. This relies on me remembering what was last. Next up, I think <laughs> it's a band called Black Satellite. That is correct, sir. Woohoo! I've, I've actually got the list in front of me, which is quite rare because normally I just make it up. Uh, it's kind of, kind of wing it, you know, kind of follow your yeah. lead, right? <laughs> Exactly, but I just happen to have it. This is why Mike and I are best friends because <laughs> <laughs> we 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 deal with stuff and we know how to how to kind of follow each other, kind of pick the pick up the other one's slack. We'll play it. <laughs> well, occasionally it doesn't always work out as smoothly well, as that, right? Really <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like Mike said, next up we have a band called Black Satellite. <laughs> Woohoo! I got it right! <laughs> and the song is called Endless. Dig this. Yeah. 
man, I really, really enjoyed this song. Vocally was great. Vocally was great. Um, musically, I just, I, I just had that kind of a climbing blue scale, like uh, um, a little bit reminiscent of uh, Lincoln Park. And newer band, Ashley Man. You know what? Come to think of it, uh, that last kind of little bit of riff reminded me of uh, the Return to Void song we played their week. Oh yeah, um, I can't what it's called, but I know exactly the song you mean. Um, yeah, man, definitely. I I kind of had uh, Lincoln Park in my notes actually as a uh, as a sort of jumping off point because I think there's a little bit of that going on. Um, I think they're from New York. I want to say, um, and I kind of want to say that Harry from Ill Advised is from New York, but I'm so bad at geography, New I'm Jersey. not sure. Oh damn! Well, is that close? Is that I mean, well, no, it's got... well, maybe maybe it's New York because his mother works in New York, but I can't remember if he was born in Jersey or New York, so I'm not sure. Actually, to be honest with you, I want to say Jersey, but I could be wrong. Is New is New Jersey near New York? Well, yeah, man, it's like a ferry right across. Oh, there you go. Okay, well, I'll take that because that's uh, you know, if I'm in the right country, I'm winning as far as I'm concerned. So that's good. But I feel like the, the reason I bring that up is because I feel like there's a bit of an ill-advised vibe going on here, which is kind of interesting that they're both from a similar area, um, because there is that kind of post-industrial um, taking influences from that kind of um, you know new metal era and from further back in the sort of nine inch nails and the industrial type era and taking influence from the grunge era and slamming it all together. Um, and I feel like, yeah, there's something, there's some similarities there, which is why I thought it was curious that they were sort of close ish together, a ferry ride away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it and, yeah, it's cool. Nine inch nails being from Cleveland, right? So, yeah, I mean, I don't know where any of the other bands I just, you know, where Nine Inch Nails or, or, or yeah, Linkin Park you. or anyone else. Yeah, I know, I know now, but I just, what I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah, fair. You got me there. But what I mean is it's interesting that Black Satellite and Ill Advised are. Where is Cleveland anyway? Is that near Ohio. New York? Ohio. Ohio is a state that yes. I feel like when I look at a map of states without the names, there are five or six where I could go, is that Ohio? No, that one is. No, I think it's that one. But I, I think it's Midwest, right? Uh, no. no, I'm going to say no because no, you would you would have jumped on that and gone yes, it definitely yeah, not is. Not quite. Uh, and <sighs> if, if you remember our our good friend and uh, musician friend, Shape of the Sun is from Ohio. Is he? Yeah. Is Ohio the one that looks like a police badge? I believe so. I can't mm. picture right now, but I want to say yes. <laughs> Because that's one of the ones. Or there's another one that's quite kind of square that's sort of um, one down from Canada. (laughs) (laughs) One down from Canada. There's your geography lesson, folks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not very good at geography, especially US geography. It's vast and insane. I don't understand it. It's a big country. Please. But hang on a minute. I'm going to have to look this up. Bear with me. Right now, Wyoming is the big square one that's two down from Canada. Okay. Wyoming, Wyoming, yeah. Wyoming. Wyoming. Ohio. Ohio is the one that looks like a police badge. There you go. I'm on this. I'm on this. And Texas is vast. Look at the size of it. It's insane. Okay. Anyway, what are we playing next, Bonesy? Oh, well, Austin, Texas is where, you know, uh, the middle birds and Miss Guilty are from. So It's a good place. It has over 2,000 music venues, I hear. Okay, wait, what? That's what we learned, didn't we? That um, Austin in Texas 
Is that right? It has over 2,000 music venues. Okay, no, no. I just missed what you said. That's what I said. Wait, what? So I, oh, sorry. I, 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 literally, I, literally, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to be rude. I literally missed what you said. So I was like, huh? Oh, sorry. Oh, see, I spoke too fast, which yeah. is normally the other way around. That's yeah, exactly, your... right? <laughs> <laughs> so next up, uh, this is a brand new band. Brand new band. Uh, some of them used to be St. Apache, and they started a new band called Amongst Liars. And one of them is Leo, and Leo has kept in touch with me on Facebook. And this is their brand new song. Although Leo didn't send to us, it's okay because uh, Emma Scott from Plugin Baby did. And this is their single called Over and Over. Dig this.
amongst flyers and over and over and yes i am aware it'd be a last minute switch but trust me this is for <laughs> the better that was a great tune and that's uh amongst flyers essentially is a few people from uh san apache who broke up about a year ago and the ep their uh amongst flyers ep is out now a great band i could really enjoy this stuff and uh, it just still the punk like kind of dirty heavy grungy feel to it and <clears throat> vocals seem very solid this time around a lot more so than the last time and i really enjoyed the song and i kept in close contact with leo who's part of amongst flyers who told me about before they announced that the same patch breakup and the transformation into uh uh um amongst flyers but a great band really did the tune and uh i'm uh pumped to hear more yeah man that's awesome i i don't i either didn't know or don't remember saint apache breaking up um but this this new version or iteration of it which um is also with the guy from catalina kicks i've just just been reading yeah. up on um that's like supercharged <laughs> i mean that's seriously that's a great combination that's a great band amongst lives are amazing i know they eh? really good. so yeah good stuff very very good stuff looking all forward to hearing all right all right all right <laughs> so right. man next up the fun continues even though it may have stopped for just one moment because i drag and drop but Apparently, did not want to cooperate, so let's try this one more time. While you do that, I'm going to make a correction before I get, you know, hate mail. Which is, Austin, Texas has 200 live music venues, not 2,000. Because that would be insane to have 2,000 live music venues. I didn't, I didn't, although I didn't didn't click on my brain either. That that was quite a number uh, of uh, venues. Yeah, I think it's. 2000 bands probably um but yeah it was, uh, as i was saying it i was like is that right and then afterwards i looked it up again it's like no it is 200 <laughs> uh, right and well thank you to uh mike's tom foolery <laughs> yeah, thank you mr google search yeah. <laughs> yeah you're never gonna get with this music google search <laughs> <laughs> so next up we have uh great band called high low this is off their new album called down the wave both mike and i have it on vinyl which a lot of people do and it's totally worth it and i think they have some left and if they do i hope they do because i'm just still debating kind of on the fence whether you get a cassette tape of the new album down the wave or not but it's a great album especially in vinyl so here's another song off the album called salt water mountain take this
Right on. <laughs> that was high low with salt of water uh, mountain, which I'm just honestly fishing tweeting now just because the song's kind of short, <laughs> but it's still, still a great tune. And uh, man, that one for sure, for sure, for sure reminds me of early leisure. And of course, I'm talking about like the blue album, like, uh, not my name is Jonas, but uh, um, <clears throat> uh, um, Holiday. Just, just uh, that kind of just fun, grungy, but old school feel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a great. This album's fantastic. It, it is a very short track. That one. It's very, very cool. Uh, it has that Weezer vibe. There's a bit of that running through the whole thing, but there's also. Well, we've said this before because we must have played all of the tracks at least once by now. Oh, yeah. um, but th there is a bit of a, a Weezer thing. There's a bit of a grungy thing. There's a bit of a mud honey thing in places. Yeah, but it's, mildly it's, nice. Good call. Yeah, but it's also, as an album, it's also completely unique and holds its, holds itself on its own extremely well. It's it's a really, really good album. Um, I love it. And I love the vinyl. I think it's awesome. Okay, you know what, man? Just before we get to our next song here, since you did mention uh, um, Mud Honey, first album you ever had by Mud Honey? The first album I ever had was the um, BBC Live Sessions, weirdly. Okay, you want to know what mine was? <laughs> yeah, go on. Every Good Boy Deserves Fudge. Yeah, it's a great album. First, first great Mud Honey album. album. Thank you, Sub Pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is a great album. So, man... On we go, onwards and upwards, I guess you'd say. <laughs> Musically, yes. we're, we're, we're eclectic as fucking all over the place, but that's why we love it. So <laughs> next up is a band called uh, The Rise of Ziggert. So Z-I-G-G-U-A-R-T. Ziggurat. Thank you. Ziggurat. So, well, why don't you give us mic? Go ahead. Um, what do you want me to explain what a ziggurat is or kill the track? <laughs> well, no, 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 just explain the track. <laughs> explain the track. I do, I, um, do I have an explanation for this track? I know the guy and I can't remember his name, which is why I'm stalling slightly because I'm just trying to look it up. Um, but basically, <laughs> there is, um, I think it's Mike. I want to say Mike because that's a good, strong yes, name. Mike, Mike Garrett, that is, actually. Mike Garrett, yeah, yeah. So there's a podcast, which I don't know if it's still going or how it was going, but it's um, it was looking, it was digging into uh, kind of, um, it was mostly Brighton focused, but not exclusively. And it was kind of, I guess, mid mid early 2000s 2003-5-ish it was kind of looking at um that sort of music scene and the stuff that was around and things it was a really interesting uh, kind of podcast and i got talking to the guy and i think that's how he ended up um sending the track but um yeah it's it's just well you'll hear it in a minute i can't remember <laughs> what the song called this is why you should cue songs up and i should talk afterwards um, but it's great and I, can, I can also i do remember looking up what a ziggurat was and it's some sort of temple pyramid type thing which i believe was built in ancient mesopotamia or mesopotamia i don't know how you pronounce that but i'm sure i'm sure i've written that down in my notes it's m-e-s-o-p-o-t-a-m-i-a -E i only have like when i say my notes Yay. it makes it sound like i'm really professional i write about four things down 
before the show. <laughs> For a three hour show. Three yeah, hour right, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so that's that. Um what's the track called? Oh seriously. Pride. I can't yeah, Pride, Pride, thank you. Yeah. Did you just say that like a minute ago? Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever, man. It happens. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we, we, we have our moments, especially me. So, <laughs> uh, so man, next up, I'm looking at the list here, and I think about, I'm thinking if I want to make a last-minute switch. but No, I've just I'm, introduced it. you got to play it now. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, I could, but I could not. But, uh, of course, you're going to. Oh, come on. You know I'm going to. So here, here's Rise of uh, uh, the Ziggurat. Thank you. This song's called Pride. Dig this. <laughs> Ziggurat, and that was Pride. That was a cool song. That was like alternative mixed with like synth. You pretty much like synth, like pop synth, man. That was kind of crazy. Mm, it is kind of crazy. It's kind of, um, I don't know, it's bits that sound like a video game, don't they? Kind yeah, of, right. It's got like a <laughs> vibe stuff, which is really cool. But yeah, I like it. I like the, um, I like the fact it sounds like it's on speed. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's like it's that little bit of edge in the in the tempo, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, 
which in a way, although it's a completely different style, reminds me of bands like Dragon Force. They were just, they did some insane things where it wasn't actually, when you listen to it, ridiculously fast. It was just slightly faster than you thought it was going right. to be, and that was cool. Uh, this is a bit like that. Yeah, great tune, cool band, good name. Um, I still haven't looked up how to pronounce Mesopotamia, whatever it is. But, um, Big Pyramids. I think it is, so. Yeah, that. Big Pyramids. <laughs> well, there you go then, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, sorry. Ziggurat is Big Pyramids, basically. Mesopotamia is... Um, is the place oh. which I don't think exists anymore. I think, I think it's, it's kind of, it became Persia and then Iran. I seem to remember was the thing. Okay. Possibly. I'm not sure, but sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know why I'm trying to start a conversation about geography because I'm terrible at it. So I'm just going well, <laughs> to leave. I just think it's probably, probably the most opportune, best time to talk about it as well. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> What's that? you mean just generally the more conversations i have about geography on the podcast the more i might learn um, um <laughs> i don't know uh, <laughs> like a... oops sorry 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 i get through there by accident for some reason so my apologies <laughs> <laughs> that's cool right uh, what's next well well that's what i'm getting to so just give me a moment <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I'll no. keep talking about geography. Well, no, no, no. I just couldn't decide if I was going to make it last minute switch again or not. But I think we're pretty good. Um, switchy, switchy. Maybe, maybe. Um, maybe have a quick peek here. The... Oh, tension, tension. Oh, Everyone's yeah. like, what? next what's he gonna play it's gonna be good it's gonna be good well as 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 long as the thing spells correctly we should be all right (laughs) (laughs) as long as we play something oh yeah well of course we're gonna play something but just want to make sure it's (laughs) correct that's the way we want it Um, let's see oh no oh there you go of course haha Yes. Hey. yes, 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 yes. So, next up. Alright, so yes. Next up. It's a song called The Reckoning. And the band is, survey says, it's a band called, I'm sorry, it's just called Sonic Octane. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I think I'm a little tired and I didn't get it there. So let me start again. Our next song up is a band called Sonic Octane, courtesy of Current Call Records. Thank you very much, Current Call. The song's called The Reckoning. Shut up, Mike, and here we go. <laughs> Yeah. See 
right on. <laughs> that was The Reckoning by Sonic Octane. And thank you to uh, uh, Current Call Records for those uh, submissions. Great tune, really heavy, gritty vocals. Right on, loved it. Yeah, man, that's a brilliant tune. That's got another, um, it's always got like a Motley Crue thing going on in the vocal, which yeah, is oh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. which I, yeah, which I like. But that's that's cool, man. It's, and again, another tune full of amazing um, riffs and just, oh, I want to, it's something about the vibe of the tracks in, in, you know, tonight. Do you know what I mean? Like the way they right. kind of all, we've got lots of different stars, but there's something about that. There's a punchiness to them, um, which is cool. And I like that. And this encapsulates that for me. <laughs> oh, man. Like I said, we still have, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Looks like about seven songs left. So do we can. So next up, we're gonna be gonna going with um ah. Spreaker's like, no, I'm done. No. Well, no, no, I'm just, I'm just making double sure here. So uh, next up, no, we're we're gonna do. Um, uh, where am I here? <laughs> where am I? <laughs> drama Scream, maybe? Yes, Drama Scream with Frenic. So I'm just going to pull it up, and thank you, Mike. That's okay. It's lucky I'm here. Um, yeah, I'm just, just a little behind here, so, you know. <laughs> no, it's all good. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be a bit, right? Being really sarcastic. What does Frenic mean? Isn't that... Well, I I'll, I'll, when, you heard, when I saw that, I thought it was um, schizophrenic, but that's... I don't exactly. Yeah, I have to look Frederick up while we play the song. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure to be honest with you. So, in fact, I might look the, I might look it up while we're looking for the song because it seems to. Be, uh, hang on, bear with me. I'm sure I can fill this uh, this gap with some interesting facts here. Well, I hope you can. Uh, uh, relating to the diaphragm, the phrenic nerve is a nerve that originates in the neck and passes down between the lung and heart to reach the diaphragm. It takes its name from the ancient Greek phren, meaning diaphragm. Got it. Uh. It's important for breathing, as it passes motor information to the diaphragm and receives sensory information from it. That's quite a cool nerve, isn't it? That's, it is, that's... and now it's important to our song tonight by a band called Drama Stream. So here's Frenic, and thank you, Mike, for this Google search.
on, man. Uh, that was Drama Screen with Frenic, and what a great tune that loves your vocals. Uh, kind of reminded me of Reason to, Reason to Fun, actually. Yeah, definitely had that kind of thing going on, didn't it? Um, yeah, kind of hard rock, um, fast-paced drums, a bit like Reason to Fine, hands-off growl a little bit. They're a bit grungy, maybe, but yeah, cool. It was a very good tune. I like that a lot. Kurt and Cool have got some great tunes, actually. Well, they they send some good bands for sure. That's that's yeah. damn sure. Or great bands, I mean. But yeah, yeah, they <laughs> they, they don't actually write the songs, but no, they play. They they send us some really cool stuff, and this is no exception. Exactly. So next up, we're gonna get to Retro Box. As long as I can find uh, their song, I'm not going to the next one, or maybe another one, switch up a little bit. So just give me one moment here. Actually, now I said that. Did Kurt and Cool send that one, or did they send the one before? <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, they they sent uh, they sent that one. Oh, okay, excellent. And we got Good. one more. I think uh, Sons is there as well, but I'm not 100. So I'll double check that one. Yeah, cool. So you know what? Why don't we just go right to it? And we will play, oh, this is a good one here. It's a band called Retro Box. And the song's oh, called, nice. Yeah. The song's called You Know How. Just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll play it for you so as I know how to figure out how to put it into the, <laughs> in, in, in the console. <laughs> so was wasn't quite prepared to tie head up already, but uh, I was totally wrong. So my mistake, my, my apologies. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Wah, wah, wah. Like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's a professional quality show, this one. Oh, come people, on. People don't realize. <laughs> so, um, where was I? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it's getting we're almost done, because I'm probably going to need to go to bed soon. I'm sure you are, too. Or, I, mean, I, know it's, I, know, I know it's earlier here, but apparently I've seen uh, more tired out of the two people, so... Apparently, you've lost all motor skills. <laughs> uh, apparently, in some case or another, but uh, <laughs> it's that little extra shift at work, man. Oh That's no, it. no, hey man, we're 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 good. We're gonna keep on moving here. So the next <laughs> song up is a song called "You Know How" by a band called Retro Box. Dig this.
right on. That was Retro Brox. Retro Brox. <laughs> Retro Box with You Know How. Uh, great tune. Very funky. Like, really cool guitar licks, man. I really dug that one, for sure. Yeah, that's a good tune. Again, that's got that sort of rock and roll, bouncy, punchy vibe, which is cool. And I, I do think there's a bit of a, like I said earlier, a bit of a theme running through the tracks in that sense. Um, because, you know, we play some stuff that's grungy and fuzzy and indie and all the rest of it, but it's all punchy. Punchy's my word of the week. Punchy? Punchy. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> is, that, is that not a thing? Is that just a British phrase that makes oh, no it, sense? No, it, it, it might be. I, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not questioning it. I'm just making fun of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> well, no, all right then. That makes sense. That's better. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Everything's back to normal. The karma has been, has been restored. <laughs> yeah. And once again, yeah. Just free adjusting. Yay, yay. <laughs> right. okay. Well, moving yeah. on here. <laughs> so next, I'm with you. you yeah. Know. Uh, next song is a next song. Next band is a band called Sons and Lee All Capital. So S O N S, and their newest single is Sweat. Dig this. You make me sweat. Don't get worried 
right on the <laughs> the band called the band is called Sons and the song's called Sweat. And that was a great one, man. It was just a good like a grunge punk mix, but like old school punk meets like grunge. Like this was a badass mix and the vocals were great with that one too. And kind of unique in its own way. Yeah, definitely, man. And again, the punchy is the word now, <laughs> um, but it, but it has that kind of you know it's it's um, short and sharp and to the point, and there's no kind of bleed. You know, there's, there's yeah, there are some cymbal crashes and stuff, but everything's really tight. That's what I mean by that. I think um, it just yeah, it's got a kind of lo-fi tight thing going on. <laughs> Which, which, uh, I would describe, okay. uh, which, which I would describe or reference as punchy, as previously discussed. Lo-fi <laughs> type thing and punchy. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's this podcast thing working out? Well, that's right, eh? <laughs> so uh, we have time uh, for one more, and just mainly because the interview is great, but it got going a little bit later, and it's almost four in the morning for Mike. So we're going to call it quits with one more song here. And then the last three, unfortunately, I tried and possibly did to get them tonight. But we will get them ne- next Saturday. And uh, I will make it up. I promise you that. But just, you know, it's just one of those things. But at least we got through a lot of great tunes. We had an awesome interview. So let's... Oh, man, we've done very well. Yeah, Can't let's... always get through everything. Cause, well, you know, that's right. Sometimes we have to talk about random stuff. Well, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so we're going to uh, finish up the night on a high note here. The band is called, uh, well, Zilverbacks with a Z, not S. So Zilverbacks and the song's called Real Lies. Do this.
That was our last song of the night, and that was the Zilverbacks with a Z, not an S, called Real Lies. And man, it kind of reminds me of Juxta, and it kind of had that old school feel, kind of metal feel to like, so early to, to mid 60s, but just metal, kind of dark feel to it when that, that sort of kind of genre of rock was just beginning, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I like the, um, the, the strumming pattern was kind of you know, folky, um, like Billy Bragg kind of, I think, I think Billy Bragg and Wilco did an album that was a bit like that, where it's, it's just, I don't know, it feels like one man, maybe it is, I I haven't looked at the band in great detail, maybe it is one man and his guitar, I don't know, but it's got that kind of thing, uh, and, and, you know, the vocals aren't dissimilar to that kind of style as well, which is really cool, and then like you say, it's, it's that, um, it's stripping it right back, isn't it, to that kind of early on the edges of, so much music came then out of that, <laughs> that mm-hmm. kind of 60s type era but yeah it's it's brilliant it's a cool way to end the show as well even though it wasn't the planned ending uh, but it, it has been a very long no, and, and <laughs> show, is, well, well we can definitely make it up in in uh, next week and we do apologize no sometimes these things happen so we do apologize no, it's not intentional but we will uh <clears throat> make it up so, yeah it's our show and we'll do what we want <laughs> yeah <laughs> But that's no, cool. It's been a great show, though. Yeah, just exactly. Like so back. once yeah, again, a big so thank you stuff. to Music by Tato and Studio Shim for doing the in-house interview and stuff. And bye, it was a great time. We had a lot of fun, a lot of great tunes tonight. So this has been Doctor Bones saying thank you for listening and stay tuned for next week. And we always appreciate the support. And uh, we we were we're here to entertain and have fun. And Mike <laughs> Five, what do you guys say? Definitely had fun. I say we definitely had fun, and I hope we've been entertaining. All <laughs> uh, right, eh? So Bones, <laughs> it's been great. It's been a good show. So bones out, and let's have a Mister Krieger do the honors. Good night, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bones out. Thanks for listening. Memory banks of the supercomputer. <laughs> Shrinky-ding that! Krieger out! Isn't it funny how you're noticing them more and more? Parked at the school gates, waiting at a red light, 
or charging on the side of a street. The electric car. With over 6,000 new drivers on the road each month and over 50 models available, the electric car is now the car. Search Go Ultra Low to find out more. You're listening to the sound of a Halifax customer who used to worry she wasn't saving enough, but is now saving the change every time she runs out of milk. Switch on Save the Change, and when you use your Halifax Visa debit card, we'll round up to the nearest pound and put the difference into your chosen Halifax savings accounts. <laughs> 